0: This is Winning Cures Everything. Here's your host, Gary Seegers. It's Monday, May 13th. This is Winning Cures Everything. We do this every day for 10 to 20 minutes. Thank you for jumping in. We appreciate it. Share the show out if you would. Jump into the comments. I can see everything you're going to say. Be a part of the show. Jump in the comments, whether you're on Facebook, Periscope, uh, YouTube, uh, etc., Uh, downloading the podcast, etc., etc. I am your host, Gary Seegers. You can follow me at GaryWCE on Twitter. You can follow the show at Winning Cures. Over on Facebook, facebook.com slash Winning Cures. Everything On YouTube, whatever podcast app, Spotify, Apple, Google, etc. Let's jump into today's topics. We're going to talk about Athlon ranking the top college football jobs. I'll tell you what goes into the best college football jobs. And then I'll give you my ranking before I looked at the list, and then we'll look at the list together. Uh, the Cavs have hired John Beeline from Michigan. We're going to talk about that, what how it got to that, exactly how awesome John Beeline's career arc is, and who is next at Michigan. We're going to talk about the NBA playoffs for just a little bit because this was a crazy weekend uh, leading into the conference finals. And we're going to talk about Josh Jackson from the Phoenix Suns, former North Carolina player being arrested at the Rolling Loud Festival this weekend. Exactly what he did, why he got arrested, etc., and how ridiculous the whole thing is. And then I'm going to give you some daily gambling picks, which you can always find over at winningcureseverything.com. You just go up in the navigation bar and click on Gambling Picks. The show, as always, brought to you by betnow.eu. Great online sports book. You can go check it out for yourself. Use promo code WINNING50. They will give you a 50% deposit bonus. You put in 500 bucks. They're going to give you 250 bucks for free to play with. Put in $100, get $50. Put in $50, get $25. All the way up to about $1,000. You can get $500 for free to play with. Go check it out. Go check out the rules and regulations and whatnot. Make sure it is legal in your state. Let's jump into this thing. Topic number one, the top college football jobs as ranked by Athlon. Here is my criteria for the, the keys To being a good college football job, we're going to start with number three. You got to make sure that your admission standards are not too strict. That's that's a big part of this, right? You got to make sure kids can actually get into school. Number two, you got to have regional talent, and then number one, administrative and booster support, and that leads to things such as uh, 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 not faculty uh, facilities. Uh, If you can make sure that the administration is behind you that they understand that football can be the front porch of a university. That is the most visible thing that anybody will ever see when it comes to your school. You can use that to build a great academic school. It's pretty cut and dry. So, again, three keys to a good college football job. Not too strict admission standards. Number two, regional talent. Number one, administrative and booster support. This was my top ten, okay? Number 10, LSU. You know there's a ton of talent. Uh, So long as the new AD does great, then they should be okay. They've got booster support. Uh, The administration understands how important football is. Number nine, Texas. They have had some serious problems with boosters being uh, too involved, too many cooks in the kitchen. They haven't hired a good AD in a while. We'll see if they can get things straightened out. Tom Herman might be the the strong enough guy to go in and set the ground rules on that. Number eight, I've got Florida. They are just now getting to the point where their facilities are being upgraded to a point that they can compete with everybody else in the SEC. Obviously, they have talent surrounding them everywhere. We'll see how things go with Dan Mullen, whether or not uh, that continues at the pace that it was uh, in the mid-2000s. Oklahoma, number seven. Number six, Michigan. Number five, Clemson. Uh, Clemson has jumped way, way up this list. Their administration, stuck by Dabo Sweeney through some rough years. He has come out on the other side. They look like geniuses right now. Uh, So Clemson, five. Number four, Texas A&M. They're putting everything they've got into building a good, great football program. Number three, Alabama. Number two, Ohio State. Number one, Georgia. Uh, The reason that I have those ranked where they are, regional talent, administrative support, not too strict admission standards. Uh, all of it's perfect, right? These are all great universities. They, they have the ability to build great uh, programs. And obviously, there are a ton of other schools out there that would like to consider themselves a top 10 job. These are the current top 10 jobs. Texas, you got to put them in the top 10 just because of regional talent and how much everybody loves Texas football in the state of Texas. So when you've got that much support, you've got that many people that are that are in with you, you're making that much money just hand over fist at all times, that's how this goes. So here is what Athlon ranked theirs, and we're just gonna go uh top twenty jobs for them. Number twenty, they've got UCLA. Uh number nineteen, Nebraska, number eighteen, Oregon, number seventeen, Washington, number sixteen, Tennessee, number fifteen, Auburn, number fourteen, Penn State. Number 13, Notre Dame. they've got Texas A and M number 12. Um, I thought that was a little bit low. They've got Michigan 11. Uh, again, I've got Michigan at number six, and I've got A and M at four. They had LSU 10, which is exactly where I had them. They've got Florida State number nine. Okay, you know, I, I get it. You can win national championships there. There are a lot of built- in advantages to the school's location, but there are difficulties there. So, I'm not sure that they should be a top 10 job here. They've got Oklahoma at 8. I've got Oklahoma at 7. They've got Clemson at 7. I've got Clemson 5. They've got USC at 6. I think there are way too many problems administratively and with boosters, etc. at USC. So, I do not have them in the top 10. Uh, Number 5, they've got Florida. I've got Florida at number 8 on mine. They've got Texas 4. Again, administrative issues. Everybody's kind of on different pages right now, and they have been for years. That's why Charlie Strong was not able to get things done there. It's why Tom Herman has had uh, some problems in his first couple of seasons. Uh, number three, they've got a uh, Ohio State. Number two, they've got Alabama. Number one, they got Georgia. So it, I've got the same top three, but eh. I I, I love Alabama, but. Having them as number two right now, yes, administratively, second to none. Booster support, second to none. Uh, Regional talent, that's where things get a little tricky. Ohio State, probably the best school in the Big Ten. They've got their pick of the talent in the Northeast. Alabama, eh, maybe a little difficulty fighting with Georgia. Not as much talent in state. You know, it it is what it is. So, the way that I've got it is the top three. I've got Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama. They've got Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State. Is what it is. Let's move on to topic number two. The Cleveland Cavaliers have hired John Beeline. Now, yes, it is surprising, mainly because of the timing on it. But it really shouldn't be. The Cavs' second-in-command, their assistant GM, uh, let's see, Mike Gansey, Actually played at West Virginia for line. He was on the 2005 Elite Eight team. Beeline, 66, has never been an assistant coach. And I wanted to go through his career arc here because it's, it, it is like the perfect resume, right? He has built onto everything. John Beeline has gone from a high school coach in 75 to 78 to a community college coach in 78 to 82 to, let's see, Nazareth, to LeMoyne, Canisius, Richmond, West Virginia, Michigan, and the Cleveland Cavaliers. He has literally climbed every step of the way. He was never an assistant coach. He has always been a head coach. It is remarkable to see a resume like this. So the next logical step from Michigan was going to be the NBA. It has always intrigued him. His flirtation with the Detroit Pistons was, uh, was widely circulated. This was not super surprising. Now what is surprising is that Michigan, in the middle of May, is going to have to try and find a new head basketball coach. And if you want to go through some of the names, you can go through uh, Luke Yaklich, who is an assistant coach. He's only been there a couple of years, under beeline, but once he got there, he was able to implement a defensive scheme that kept them at the top, uh, top ten at Ken Palm in defensive efficiency in his two seasons there. Um, Sadi Washington, assistant, underneath the beeline again. Both of these are uh, Michigan assistants. He's been there the longest. He's got ties to Michigan high schools, etc. I think that he might be the most likely candidate. Jawan Howard played at Michigan. He's a Miami Heat assistant coach. A lot of people clamoring for him to get the job. He was one of the Fab Five. This is the surprising one that I think a lot of people would be interested in. Jeff Goodman says that Billy Donovan is who he thinks will take the job. And that's mainly based on the fact that everybody kind of thinks that he will be out at Oklahoma City after this season. What is the next step for the Thunder after this season? They were not able to get it done after getting Paul George for a second season. Russell Westbrook. You know, nobody was really injured, nobody was hurt, etc. What is Oklahoma City going to do with Billy Donovan? If Donovan is looking to get back into coaching, he would be hard pressed to find a better job than Michigan. That's a great job and a great conference, great recruiting ground, a lot of booster support. The question is, does he want to go back to a football school the way that he was at Florida? At Florida, football was still king even after he won two national championships back-to-back. Does he want to go back and deal with that again? I could see it. I don't know what they're going to do. May is such a weird time. So we'll see who they end up taking. More than likely, it will be an assistant coach or somebody in the NBA ranks. But mainly because you just don't see college coaches leaving their positions right at the end of the late signing period. So, we'll see what happens with that. I'm I'm very curious. It's an interesting predicament for Michigan to be put in. I have no doubt that they will be able to find a great basketball coach. Next topic, NBA playoffs. Let's start off with this. The Rockets absolutely choked at home. They had Game 6 on a silver platter. They held Steph Curry to only 2 points in the first half. He explodes in the second half. 33 points total. Klay Thompson has 27 uh, basically, the Warriors came out and showed that even without Kevin Durant, they are still the best team in the NBA. And, and they definitely showed it. Uh, the Raptors beat the 76ers at the buzzer. Kawhi, absolutely fantastic. Uh, this, I don't know if y'all can hear that. We are having construction done right next to my office. Uh, but the Raptors, uh, getting Kawhi, getting Gasol... It all worked out. They made it to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's fantastic. Uh, Next up, the Blazers go to Denver. They win in Game 7. C.J. McCollum goes off for 37 points. Uh, Let's talk about the two best players for each team that's left in the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, you got the Bucks against the Raptors and the Warriors against the Blazers. The Blazers, Giannis, international player. Chris Middleton played at Texas A&M. Uh, the Raptors, Kawhi, San Diego State, Chris Lowry played at Villanova. The Warriors, Steph Curry at Davidson, uh, Thompson from Washington State. The Blazers have got Dame Lillard from Weber State and C.J. McCollum from Lehigh. Uh, that is – if you want to look and see how good teams are built, it is not based on the – it's not based on the high draft pick guys, right? Right? Like, those are great for entertaining basketball. But to build a good winning franchise, you stick with guys, you draft in the middle of the first round, whatever. Yes, obviously it's better to have more talent, but this is how these teams are built. It's a lot of fun to watch these kinds of teams advance in the playoffs. Uh, Josh Jackson, let's move on to that topic. Topic number four, Josh Jackson arrested at the Rolling Loud Festival in Miami. He was arrested for trying to go backstage multiple times without a pass. And then, after that, after he's handcuffed, he gets arrested for running away from police while he's handcuffed. Why would you run away from police after you've already been handcuffed? That makes no sense to me. The Rolling Loud Festival, which I I had not even heard of, um, other than the fact that Kodak Black was uh, was arrested before he even got to go on stage, uh, let's talk. Let's look at the lineup for this. I'm I'm curious, and I know I'm doing this live as we're talking about it, but the Rolling Loud festival: Migos, Cardi B, uh, Rick Ross, Lil Yachty, Trippy Red. Uh, that's on Friday. Saturday was Travis Scott, Lil Wayne, 21 Savage, Kodak Black, Young Thug, Lil Baby. Uh, Sunday was Kid Cudi Lil Uzi Vert Lil Pump Playboy Cardi, Gucci Mane Tyga Kevin Gates uh, Lil Skies DMX Wiz Khalifa I mean just all sorts of different names on this It's a a pretty big festival But yeah yeah Josh Jackson was trying to go backstage without a pass He tried it too many times They arrested him And then they handcuff him And he runs away from police How are you going to get out of the handcuffs bro? What are you doing? That makes no sense to me. No sense to me. All right. Let's go into the gambling picks uh, so that I can get done with this uh, terrible construction that's outside of my office. Again, I don't know if you can hear it, but it's a a jackhammer that they have been pounding on for days, which is why we didn't have a show on Friday. But either way, uh, let's jump into today's picks. I got baseball and hockey for you. There's no NBA tonight. So here's what we got. Indians, White Sox, no score in the first inning. Pirates, Diamondbacks, under five for the first five. Brewers team total over three and a half against the Phillies. A's and Mariners over five runs in the first five innings. Angels and Twins over five runs in the first five innings. And then for hockey, I've got the Sharks on the money line in the first period and then the Sharks money line against the Blues tonight. You can find more picks and what – or find those picks – over at winningcureseverything.com. Just go to the navigation bar, click on Gambling Picks. It's all right there for you. You can see everything that we have done from 2016 on, all the picks that we have made. We post them right up there for you. We enjoy transparency. We want you to see what we're actually betting on. I do actually have money on these games tonight. So go check them out for yourself, winningcureseverything.com. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us, sticking through the construction and whatnot.